Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 727 and today I'm going to share a little story with you. Um, most of you would know, well, maybe most of you, <laughs> I have no idea, uh, would know that I do some type of coaching. Now coaching is a very general term. Um, I, I do it in a in a physical sense. It's like, think of it in, in four different areas, so to speak, but there's definitely a physical sense, but most people are mistaken uh, training, which is really teaching a skill with coaching and, and physical training is more of not training, which is, which is good. You're, you're training that person to do something. Whereas coaching is com- a little bit different. Now you can have that mixed together. You can be a coach slash trainer, trainer slash coach. Um, they are different fields and coaching is within its own field yet they can overlap. Absolutely. And, and you can, you could be a coaching CEO, so to speak. There's so many variables that you can look at, but either way, I want to share a story with you with my real, like my first coaching. Now, I did some other coaching earlier on, but this, I believe, was the start of my coaching, me being coached. Um, I don't know how many years ago it was. What am I? I'm 32. For those playing along at home, I would have been 28. 28? Yeah, let's go with 28. And I found a guy um, that I decided that I'm like, hey, I want to do some coaching with you. I resonated with you. There's some things that I was struggling with um, at the time, whether I was aware of them or not. And uh, I felt like this person was, I've had him on a few podcasts. So if you want to actually go search musings, Jay Headley, I've had him on a couple. And uh, I did my first coaching with Jay. I actually drove to to Sydney from Canberra, um, three, and a half, three and a half hours into the city to do my first coaching with him, which only was an hour. So I drove effectively seven hours for an hour's worth of coaching that I paid for. Um, but I wanted to do it face to face. And he told me, you know, for prepping for coaching and being the coachee, it is important that you come with topics, a topic at least. If you have more, by all means bring more, but come with a topic. You're the coachee, you're responsible for your results. The coach isn't. And so I brought three, I, I had to think about it. And I brought three subjects to the coaching experience. The first one was this fear of failure, um, which didn't really make sense. It was kind of like, I, I, there was some things that I wanted to do, but I was kind of fearful of, of failing and what that may mean. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I remember saying to myself at 22, actually 21, I'm like, fuck it, I'll just start a business. If I fail, I'll just go back to uni. And I shared that with him talking through the fear of failure. And he said, uh, he said, well, you know, that's not really failure. You, you've given yourself an out if it does fail, which means there's no failure. So it, it's, it's, it's sort of almost redundant in the point. What was interesting about the three things that I shared with him was I was like, maybe they're, re, you know, related. And Jane, all his fucking cheekiness was like, maybe they are, mate. Maybe they are. Knowing damn well that they were, right? So the first one was this fear of failure. Um, I'll get back to that. There's an interesting thing around it that I'll share. The second one was this indecisiveness, right? I had my business partner at the time actually crack it at me and she didn't do that very often. And uh, she cracked it at me because she was so sick of making the decisions. I didn't realize, I thought I was including people, but really what I was doing, I was actually palming off responsibility. I wasn't including them. I mean, I was, but I was really palming off responsibility. And in doing so, I was extremely indecisive. And then the third one was this idea of this imposter syndrome, whatever that may mean, the imposter syndrome, that I 
you know, if I've written blogs or if I'm if I'm writing a book or all these things, it's like, fuck, why me? Like, and I have all these reasons why it shouldn't be me. And so at the core of it, like I shared before, these all did come from the same thing. And it usually does. It usually does. And they usually come in the face of primary caregivers and all sorts. But at the core of this, I learned was I didn't trust myself. Now, we all have different psychological distortions. That's a pretty standard development for human beings to all grow up with different... And I say distortion as in it's a distortion of reality. So I, I don't want to do that because if I fail, then I'm going to get shunned from the... Um, shunned from the the community if i get shunned from the community what does it mean what does it mean to be by yourself if i'm by myself what out in the open then i mean i may as well be dead it's like well there's a distortion if if this person if somebody thinks that you're a failure you're dead like you see this sort of logical leap that sits back in the unconscious somewhere and this is what coaching does it helps us get a better grip and a better understanding of our subjective experience and how we're actually relating our map of the world to the actual world and where the distortions may be and so in seeing this, it was, it was understanding that at the core of not trusting myself, it was stopping myself from doing all the things, from, from, from helping all of the people from all of this, right? It didn't look like that. And at the core of it, if you go, if you go another layer, another frame above, what I was doing was I was protecting myself because this fear of failure, and I remember my first core memory of um, going behind, I had a bouncy ball and went behind the TV. And I went to go get it behind the TV. And my nan, who lived with us at that time in my life, and she told me just to be careful going behind there where all the cords are. And she said, if you just make a mistake, bang, no more David. And she was trying to protect me. She was trying to protect me from touching on the cords where the electricity was. Maybe she actually had in the back of her mind when I was a toddler and I literally crawled into my sister's room with scissors, right? Plast you know the plastic scissors and the little metal cutters, right? But the actual handles are plastic. With the plastic scissors, and I, went, <laughs> I walked in, and the, there was the cord for her lamp. She didn't know I was in there. She was reading. And I literally cut the cord, and bang! <laughs> and, like, scared the hell out of her and burnt the carpet. I was fine because the plastic was didn't have any... You know, couldn't take the electricity. Um, maybe it was that. Maybe she had that in the back of her mind. What she was trying to do, though, was she was trying to protect me. And in doing so, she gave me this core memory that if I make a mistake, then bang, no more David. Better off, may as well be dead. So we have to be able to see these things, right? See these frames, be able to be brave enough to face these frames. And I say frames, you can call them beliefs, whatever. Think of it like a frame. You can move frames. You can change frames. But that frame is what's framing how you're viewing the world. That's why it's called a frame. And so when we see the positive intention that these frames are actually to help keep us safe, they're actually to help keep us alive or, or keep us loved, um, whatever that may mean. When we see that, then it's some, we, 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 can, we can acknowledge it and integrate it rather than going, I fucking hate that about myself. It's the worst and actually rejecting it. And so commonly, that's what we do. We try and, how do I change that? It's like, you first have to accept it. 
by accepting it, we see the utility of it. And then from there we get to choose and, and really start to actually, you know, ask ourselves, is this what we want moving forward? This frame that you created at the age of four, is that useful for you as a 32 year old male, a 27 year old female, a 42 year old female, doesn't matter how old you are. Is that useful for you moving forward? It's like, no, it's not. It's the opposite. It's like, right. So if you're looking at this situation as you now, as you the adult right now, what would be, you know, what could this mean to you? And, you know, the better we are able to sort of frame this in a positive and, and not just to be positive, but be able to be like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime and it, it, it's a key to my future. It's like, wow, listen to that, right? You hear that? The opportunity is the key to your future. How does that feel? It's like, fuck, that feels, yeah, it feels limitless. Limitless, great. Before you were dying because you couldn't get a bouncy ball, now it's limitless. When we start to see this new positive and we can attach this emotion to it, this drive, and, and also go through the practice of reinforcing it again and again and again, then we start to have a new lease on life. We have a new worldview that we can choose to use. And if we don't, if we start to... we. Just, that unconscious reaction will continue to occur, right? And then we just get frustrated with ourselves and then we distract ourselves so that we can do it again next week. So team, I hope you enjoyed my little story of my first coaching session. I hope you got something out of that as well. Something that you can reflect on for yourself. Maybe some new frames there. But team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, then please like, subscribe, share with a friend, do all that funky stuff. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about the inner game on the Coaches Circle, which are two of my memberships, then head to alphathetaflow.com. I'd love to see you on either one of those. And uh, that's it from me. By the way, if you want to grab one of my books, the book is called Mining Yourself. Uh, it's uh, anywhere online that you can buy books. You can also get it at alphathetaflow.com. All right, team, I'm out. I'm done. Peace and pizza. Big love. I'll see you all soon.